You might think you've peeped the scene. You haven't. The real one's far too mean. The watered-down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. They made it sound all whack and corny. Yes, it's awful, blasted, boring. Twisted fiction, sick addiction, will gather around children's effort lesson. Can we get much higher? So high. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to uh, Let's Be Nice with Wayne Chambers Jr. That's me, Wayne Chambers Jr. And I'm welcoming you guys to episode five of our show. That you know, it's been uh, it's been almost two weeks since we've been back, so we kind of got a lot to cover. So I hope you guys are kind of ready for that. Um, I feel like I'm pretty ready, despite that it's a mountain of fucking material. Um, that we uh, that we had we had that that full moon uh, with the eclipse on that motherfucker, and I didn't really actually see the eclipse. It just looked like a regular full moon to me, um, from you know where I stood and saw it on on like the thirtieth or the first or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was a full moon. I, I like full moons. I, I feel like I like when the, when when the nighttime kind of illuminates the sky with the moon. That's that's like a good deal. It just looks kind of cool, and I don't know. It's interesting to me, but. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. So I've been kind of hot ever since then, boy. You know what I'm saying? So today uh, we came into the show with Dark Fantasy, and that was kind of uh, to commemorate the uh, the 10th year anniversary that Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out, which is my personal favorite Kanye West album, or... You know, sometimes it kind of changes between that and graduation, cause you know, graduation was was really uh, was really really hot. You know what I'm saying? It's only one song on there for real that I don't like, um, and I feel like a lot of people share that same song. I'm talking about Drunken Hot Girls. Um, I just feel like that's pretty common. So I don't really, you know, we don't really need to talk about it. It's fine. Um, I'm just saying that that's a song that I don't particularly like, um, and it's. You know, it's whatever. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That's the album that has the blame game on it, uh, and Devil in a New Dress, which were the songs that I actually liked the most on that album. I mean, Dark Fantasy is a fine song. Um, I do like it. I mean, we played it to come into. You know, I played a couple of different other songs, but I like that one. Um, you know, it's got power, monster, where Nicki Minaj. Fucking <laughs> uh, does her damn thing uh, against everybody. You know what I'm saying? In the motherfucking uh, six on six Hell in a Cell match. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think there were actually six people on that song, but you know it was it was some heavy hitters on there, and she outrapped them. So, um, but we chose to come into Dark Fantasy because it's just you know it was fine. Kind of we like to party on here. We like to kind of be a little bit lighthearted. Blame game is kind of about heartbreak, which is. Um, a little touchy for some people, you know, um, it can be kind of intense to talk about. So we don't really like to do that. We like to try to keep it kind of light. I like to try to keep it kind of light, but you know, not necessarily playful, you know, <laughs> I don't like to play too goddamn much. Um, we could, we could be, we could be cool. We could keep it light, but don't, don't be, don't be fucking playing. All right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. All right. So. So yeah, so My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. 
beautiful album. Um, the album cover has changed quite a few times, I think, but um, I don't really know. It's it's uh, I don't it's it's something that's been kind of difficult to follow. I, I, I feel like it's uh, it could be a part of that Mandela effect, you know, where you think you remember something, but it just won't. That just won't never really the case. That's kind of interesting when that happens, but so yeah, I'll just never mind that. But um, Blame Game, I said, was my favorite song. Um, and Devil in a New Dress were the songs that that there are my like one A and one B favorite songs that I just didn't really. I also wouldn't have known which thirty seconds <laughs> to choose to come into to them songs anyway. You know, like Devil in a New Dress has Rick Ross's part, the guitar solo, uh, just maybe some Kanye West said. Uh, you know, it's a couple of different parts to choose from, and that would have been a little overwhelming for me. I would have had to hold up the show. Like, yeah, you know what, I just, this is just not a suitable environment to request this of me. So I just, I just need you to hold on a second, and it would have held up the shit three more hours. You know what I'm saying? Until I could decide which, which <laughs> part of this song to use, man. It's, it, it gets crazy. So, you know, that's why I asked my friends uh, to just sort of try to keep me in check. You know what I'm saying? You don't ever want your head to get going and your homies let your head get going. That's that's pretty fucked up. And uh, that's that's actually kind of like my worst nightmare because that's like the only way that I can fail is like if the people around me let me fail because I'm a, I'm a talk shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a talk to somebody. Somebody's definitely going to be... Uh, uh, I be having chaperones. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers have to... I come with a warning label, you know? Uh, I, got a, I got a close friend of mine, Kevin. Um, sometimes... When we meet people for the first time, they're like his friends, because he lives in uh, he lives in the DMV area now. So sometimes, whenever I go visit, uh, he might have a new homie or something like that who haven't really met me yet, and uh, I'll start talking, <laughs> just you know, and I and I be for real. Um, I'm not as sarcastic as you know this show probably seems. Um, I'll be dead ass. I be for real, um, and it just sometimes I don't know. Just my delivery is a little weird, so. I don't know, just don't pay attention to that, but pay attention to the goddamn message. You know, I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you, so just pay attention to that. But so um, when his friends kind of, <laughs> when they hear me talk, they just, they sort of give me like a, a confused look. Like, uh, I, uh... <laughs> so Kevin sort of has to rein him in and tell him like, hey, no, he's not being condescending or like an asshole. He just sounds like that. And I'm I'm kind of offended at first, but then I'm like, you know what? I guess you know people got their own idiosyncrasies, and you know you just kind of. <laughs> I guess that's mine. I guess I need to come with a fucking warning label for, hey, he just needs to watch his fucking mouth. How about that? Why don't Why don't you tell your friend Wayne to try that instead? <laughs> no, but that's um, I guess a kind of a funny transition into what I want to talk about next is that that's kind of why I'm thankful for my friends face ass. <laughs> No, but I did want to talk about Thanksgiving a little bit, and I uh, just wanted to kind of, you know, it was it was a pretty good time for me. I'm, you know, motherfuckers still texting me, asking me, uh, oh, how was your holidays? Or, you know, I'm still asking people, how was your holidays? Or, you know, saying this, you know, hey, it was all right. Uh, I didn't really do too much. Um, I guess this is kind of the first time I was able to get high for, for Thanksgiving in a couple years, so that was pretty cool. Um... The food was pretty cool, you know. My mom, uh, she, we had some, we had all the things that I wanted. Uh, her greens are really good. Um, greens was raw as hell this year, you know. And there was one year where my mom, I guess she was missing her mom, 
uh, and she elected to try to make a different recipe of greens other than the pair, other than the greens that I'm used to getting from her, right? That I fucking love from my mom. But this year she decided to make her mom's greens. Uh, in this pre, I, I forget. I don't think this was like 2016 or some shit. But we haven't been back since because I, I kind of threw a little bit of a fit about it. You know, she worked hard on it, but I was like, hey, I know you worked hard, but these greens, mom, they kind of they kind of fucking suck, okay? Uh, and I know that that's kind of mean to say, but um. You have made your mom's greens when I like my mom's greens. So let's just, you know, play the fucking classics, all right? Thanks. And that was just kind of how it went. And, uh, you know, she didn't really even take it too personally. She just sort of, uh, <laughs> she just only made the greens that we like in the house after that. But so we had greens, macaroni and cheese. They had some duck in which I was more excited about the duck when it looked outside and, like, not cut up yet. And then once it got cut up, I was like, you know what, I, uh... Just not that interested in that. I just want to have some chicken, some look, some Cornish hen instead. So I had that and then some dressing, and that was kind of you know enough for me. I ate on I I think I ate on my my Thanksgiving leftovers kind of longer than a couple other people. You know, I hear there's a rule. You know, maybe two days or something like that. Probably if the ship, you know, by Sunday you should definitely be done eating Thanksgiving leftovers. I don't know if there's a rule for it. I don't really give a shit because I was eating them shits on like Monday. You know, like a half a week. Um, but it was cool. So, um, one of the things that I ended up like saying I was thankful for, cause my mom likes to strong arm me into shit like that. You know, like she does, uh, Hey, all right, let's, let's say grace y'all. And then I'm like, okay, let's, that's cool. We can say the grace. I'll, uh, and then she likes to kind of make it long. There was a video I saw, uh, on, on Twitter and uh, some black family and, uh, they was doing the grace and they was doing it too fucking long, and one of the little niggas then damn passed out. There's like a thing where if you stand up uh, for too long and your knees are locked, then you could pass the fuck out. And so they was saying grace, bro, for like probably 20 or 30 minutes for this nigga to have passed out. I know he was so hungry and so pissed off. You know, I think he had like stains on his clothes, like knocked some food over and shit. <laughs> it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, that was kind of what it, what I ended up having. And then, uh, we said the grace and, uh, my mom was like, okay, well now that I'm done saying the grace, what are you all thankful for? I'm like, dude, are you fucking, come on now. Was, was, we, was, the games is on now. Uh, uh, the Washington damn football team, the, the Antonio Gibson, he, he, he got three touchdowns or something. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that. And you fucking it up. Or I mean, not, <laughs> not, not fucking it up. <laughs> Because I appreciate that she's being considerate and really nice, but I would like to just eat the food. You know what I'm saying? You down here finna blow my high, but whatever. It was cool. So I ended up telling her what I was thankful for. And I was like, what I'm thankful for is kind of my support system where whoever, like whatever my family members and like my friends, like my close relationships, that's kind of what what I put like all my stuff into. Um, like... <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know. There's, there's a lot to define it as. Um, and I guess it's not that like, um, that I would like not have the words to describe it, but I'm kind of, I'm just scared I forget something <laughs> and that's, that's going to piss me off because it's a pretty important thing that I would have to say. So I don't want to fuck that up. So I'm not going to start it and try, but so I'm like, yeah, I wanted to, uh, say that I was thankful for my, my friendships and my relationships 
with uh, all the people in my life that, you know, consider me as somebody that they hold close because I think that that's how I sort of measure kind of, you know, how I'm doing or how I'm feeling. Not in terms of, like, a competitive aspect, but just, like, I don't know. They kind of keep me in check. They kind of make sure that I'm good to go. Like, they, I know that my people, if they care, I know that the people that, that care about me, that I believe care about me, that, you know, if I was wrong, then they would have just had to straight up fucking lie for, like, years. And then I'm just, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to account for that. You know, that's just kind of fucked up. I don't think I'm even supposed to prepare for something like that, but it's fine. Um, so, yeah, all those people that consider me close to them, um, then that they would just, you know, just, just sort of feel that way um, about me, so it wouldn't really be a thing where they kind of let me fail or let me fall on my face, or if I was doing something that was silly, then they wouldn't kind of rein me in, or, you know, just tell me something that they at least thought was right, uh, or what was best for me, which, you know, I appreciate it, I might not fucking listen, but I appreciate it, so that was kind of what I said, um, <clears throat> what I think would actually be kind of cool, or, not even, I don't know, it's still, it's, it's kind of late because we, you know, damn near a week and a half late after Thanksgiving, but if you just even wanted to share any sort of good news or something like that, even if it wasn't like something that you're specifically thankful for, um, I would like to hear it because I'd be liking to gas people up. Uh, <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to my friend earlier today and I don't know, as you, as you get to know people um, and spend more time with them, you get to know them a little bit better, but I'm like, hey, he's... He's kind of got some charm, you know? So you know when a motherfucker that you think is kind of an introvert uh, shows you that they got actually a lot of personality or that they think a lot or that, you know, um, y'all actually be on the same page or I don't know. It was just kind of funny to see. Um, but that's kind of how I was uh, feeling. Um, oh, you good? <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have to acknowledge that, but I needed a, a chance to take a second. <laughs> So um, now I think I want to go on ahead and get into what I've been really, really excited for for like a fucking year, the Spotify wrapped up results. So I've just kind of got my iPad with me and a couple of different notes that I wrote that, uh, you know, maybe have some questions for um, that I've, you know, asked around for different friends or whatever, and I kind of want to read off my numbers and compare my little numbers from, from years past because it's, it's always interesting. It's always, I, I always like stats, and I get excited when stats that are close to me kind of impress me or, you know, I don't know. I just, it's, it's silly, but um, that's just what I like. I just like high numbers when they're supposed to be high. It's a good time. So let me go on ahead and open up my Spotify wrapped and it's got the Instagram graphic and it's got a couple different songs playing and you know what I'm saying it's doing the whole damn thing um you're 2020 wrapped you know this may not be the longest year cool that's whatever where are the questions at all right I listened to what's this I listened to 195 new artists is this a pretty is this a pretty good pace as I'm as I'm going through this um because, you know, we talked about it earlier when we were talking about how fast the Instagram shit going to go. And sometimes it hold on there for like 15 seconds and I don't need to see it. But I might miss something else. But am I still kind of like, you know, going all right? It says I listen to 196 genres um, over how many? 41 something. What I'm saying is you don't have to read it like as uh, okay. it goes by. You can yeah. just elaborate on it. 
Okay, because I didn't get all... You know what? I did get all the screenshots. I'm going to just go to the screenshots I got, okay? You don't have to go to... Like, you could just do it there and just, like, go back because it's like Instagram, so you just tap back. Well, um, but the thing is, is that when I'm tapping back, um, I'm like, okay, I've already seen this graphic or I kind of know what it is, but, you know, sometimes the little images drag on a little bit for more time and it might be in the same little cell block thingy uh, that if you, like, tap, then you skip past it that maybe there were like 10 more seconds of something where uh, at that point I, I, started, I sort of missed so what they... every single part. I, yeah, that's, in, that's what I ended up doing. I was, I was scared. I told you I wanted all the shit to be read. I wanted all of the numbers. So when it first happened, I wasn't really ready to receive it. I'm supposed to be seeing it right now for the first time, but I told you just the other day, man, that the shit popped up on me uh, when I was just in my iPad. I was listening to like that new Pierre, or no, I'm sorry, not the new Pierre, but... His this uh, Pierre album came out in uh, 2019, uh, the Life of Pierre Born Four is that what it's called? With just the purple uh, cover of it, it's a pretty fucking sweet album. But I was just listening to that and I was having a good time, and um, I knew that it was time for the wrap up review because everybody was posting about it and uh, a couple of my friends were kind of talking to me about it and you know we were excited about it. This is like what we look for. I gen I, gen I genuinely look forward to the Spotify 2020 wrap up review. Every fucking year, like when it's when it start getting in August, you know what I'm saying. I'm looking. I'm I'm trying to see what my numbers might look like. I'm already making my own predictions. I'm trying to, okay, well shit. Uh, I know that I was really really crazy about Young Nudie, um, from like fucking March to right now. So he should probably be a top artist. But when I go in here and I start looking at my own numbers, since you know, I, I mean, I wasn't really ready, but. You know, there's no time like the present, I guess, right? You know, if you stay ready so you ain't got to get ready anyway, just whatever. It's fine, you know? Um, it was time for the damn wrap-up review. So um, I screenshotted a couple different things, and I was excited about it. It said that I had discovered 195 new artists, and I was excited about that because that's kind of, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm spending 195 motherfuckers because I, I kind of put it in relation to another statistic that they have for for um, number of artists that you listened to at all. You know what I'm saying? So my number was 751 for artists that I had listened to at all. So I'm like, okay, well, what's kind of the difference between discovering 195 artists and listening simply to 751 artists? And I was talking to my friend Clarence, um, and he was telling me that uh, when you when you like listen to like multiple songs by a fucking artist and like, you know what I'm saying, click on the artist page and click through albums and stuff, that is what it means to have discovered a new artist. And I was wondering, I'm like, damn, like I did that for that many different artists? Like I like this year? Cause for me it seemed like, okay, uh for artists that you listen to, that was like, okay, uh <clears throat> as I'm like done listening to, I don't know, a fucking Steve Lacey album or something like that. Uh, and I don't have it on shuffle anymore, um, or just on loop. So it's just kind of like gonna let the al gonna let the algorithm go on ahead and play the other uh, songs, whatever it might sound something like that. So it'll play like you know shit from the internet or shit from Matt Martians or I don't know fucking Raven Linnae, um at that point. And so if I'm like listening to those songs and I like maybe don't like them, I hear like you know 15 seconds of it or 30 seconds of it, and I flip past it. That's what I was under the impression that it meant to um, 
to have like listened to an artist, but that means that like you like listen to like <laughs> that many different motherfuckers full songs apparently. Like I gave 751 different artists a real try and I'm like, "Damn, that seems like a lot for me cuz I don't be doing that kind of shit. Like if I don't like it, bro, I'm just I'm just moving past it, you know, and I'm not really um not really that psyched about it like, okay, Cause a lot of people try to share a lot of things with me, cause that's kind of just the nature of my friendships. You know, we share a lot of things, so I'm usually into it. But um, there was like a point where my closest friends were sending me like fucking two playlists a week with like thirty to fifty songs on both of them and shit. And I'm like, dude, like this is overwhelming. No, like I'm the only fucking person that wants to listen to their own music right now. Like, what are we talking about? You know. So that's why I was surprised that I like let that I kind of like listen to that many fool songs or that many different artists. But to kind of move on to the other numbers, it said that I listened to 196 different genres of music. And I don't know, when I think about that kind of shit, I'm like, dude, is that like unprecedented? Like, uh, never mind how many different songs or albums that I liked within each of the genres, but like having listened to 196 genres, like, five different fucking albums that I liked in whatever dirt, certain genres, you know what I'm saying, times 196 would be, like, a lot. And when I think about how it kind of used to be or how consuming music used to be, when, uh, when you know, people were, like, when I guess records were just now coming out and shit, motherfucker had to listen to the one record on the radio, you know what I'm saying, and that was one genre of one song. So it's kind of interesting to think that I can explore that much over the course of a year. You know, just kind of, I don't know, kind of puts things in into perspective, I guess, for me. It's just a little uh, a little interesting tidbit, I thought. So it said that I listened to 196 genres, and that was including 41 new ones. So, like, I heard some more new genres after, like, I knew 150, and I was like, you know what, this shit sound kind of cool, too. And that was what it was, so that was cool. So it, it also told me my top genres, and I, I like all the numbers, and... I kind of had a little bit of a of a theory, um, or maybe not even a theory, but just a thought that I was uh, talking to a couple people about too, about um, maybe like certain Spotify users that have more data, you know what I'm saying, because they just listen to more, like maybe you didn't listen to another song in the country because you're not really, you know, that big of a music head, so something like that, so maybe you don't get that statistic for how many uh, different genres you listen to, or you know, just shit like that, so... Um, I also thought about that, and that's why I kind of want to like go through all my numbers because um, I liked them and uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, so it told me that my top genres were number one was rap, which I needed that because last year was like pop rap, and I didn't know what the fuck that was, and it was kind of fucking with me. I was like, damn, I don't want to really really show people that I like pop rap, you know, because I don't even really know what that is. How am I gonna tell people? what I like if I don't even know what the fuck pop rap is. So this year it was rap, which kind of made me feel more balanced because I know that I think in one of the episodes, probably episode three or I don't know, whatever, I'll probably come back and let you guys know some other time or not because I might not care. But um, I told people that my base of listening, which is kind of the music that I find myself listening to the most often, is sort of uh, like a... like that eclectic neo-soul or, like, you know, alternative R&B where, like, you know, the internet or Anderson Pack or, you know, people that were probably influenced by 
that late 90s, early 2000s neo soul scene, like Jill Scott and shit and D'Angelo and stuff like that. And then just since they're modern artists kind of freaked it. But I said that that's sort of my home base of listening to music. And then second is psychedelic rock, um, which is like Tame Impala and shit like that for me. So to see the number one, that my number one genre for this year was rap. Um, and then I still know that I also enjoy those other genres as well was pretty fun for me, you know? Let me let me know that I was kind of balanced and that maybe I am as much of a music fan as I <laughs> as I as I like to claim to be dis- despite the fact I might not be able to discuss it as well or, you know, you know, whatever, it's fine. So my uh my number 2 genre was indie soul, which was cool. And then my number 3 genre was soul, and then my number 4 genre was pop, which I don't know. I mean, I don't really give a shit if, if music, uh, whatever genre each one is in, I just be liking albums and songs and I just kind of rock with that. So the fact that uh, I don't really know which pop songs I could tell you are uh, what makes this representative of my number four genre that I got here, I, I don't really know, but it's probably not important. And then number five was underground hip hop, which that feels good to be back because I don't know. It used to not be like that, but my top song of the year was Crime Pays by Freddie Gibbs, which it said that I ended up listening to 118 times over the course of the year, which, you know, when I when I kind of broke it down and thought about it, I'm like, 118 divided by 52 is, you know, I don't know, probably like two point something or whatever, two to three or something like that, but like, I'm listening to my favorite song of the year three times a, a, a week, you know, like... When I remember when my mom had a favorite song, when fucking, uh, I think Dangerously in Love by Beyonce came out, dude, she like just would play one song for a whole ride to somewhere, bro. And we was, we was fucking in the car uh, for like a long time, bro. She just let uh, Signs by Beyonce and Missy Elliott rock for 30 minutes on repeat, nigga. That's what the fuck I think of when I think of the song of the year. But... To, to find out that I had only listened to my favorite song, you know, a couple times a week uh, was also kind of interesting because I also know that I liked all the music I heard. So the fact that it was that must have made it so much more of a treat for me to hear since I only would hear it sparingly is basically, I guess, what I'm saying. So that kind of makes sense to me. Uh, it says that the first time I heard it in the year was January 4th. And then the day that I played it the most was like January 7th. So I guess... Yeah, you know I'm saying my first week into the new year, I was like, yeah, you know I'm saying I maybe I had something on my mind. I don't really remember, but <laughs> I really liked that song, and and I liked it last year. Bandana was a special album to me. In the next episode, I'm gonna be previewing the the third the three versus six seed matchups, and in the Eastern Conference, the three seed is Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs, which is the follow up album to Bandana, uh, which was very good. So. I'll have some things to say about it, but what I'll say right now in reference to Bandana is that that was the album that I liked the most between the two of them, but it was also kind of my introduction to Freddie Gibbs. Uh, his The album that I like of his before this one, before Bandana, was, uh, damn, man, it's got robes on it, it's got nicks on it. Uh, pinata. Pinata. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was a little loud, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I don't be liking obnoxious shit either, so I'm sorry. I just got excited. But, um, yeah, Pinata was really good, and it was kind of right under my nose. You know, it had all my favorite niggas on it. But So it, it also said, and I'll, I'll kind of move on a little bit from Crying Pays in a second, but 
it says that the hundredth time I listened to the song was like in August. So that's like eight months into it, you know, which I don't know. It's that was kind of interesting to me to listen to or to to find out. But my top songs of the year, that was pretty exciting, but it was not necessarily confusing. Um, but just like damn, like when I look at this top five songs, I know for sure that these aren't the best songs that I heard in a year. Like, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert, like it's like not my shit. Like anybody else will like give a fuck <laughs> if it's a spoiler. But I, I don't have any Krungbin in in my top five, uh in my top songs right here. And they do have a top one hundred list, so I'll go through that a little bit later as well, um, or maybe you know, in the next couple minutes or something like that, sorry. But um, I'll check into that to see where some of these songs actually landed because in my bracket, right, they had number one seed. And uh, while Crime Pays doesn't really count because I heard Bandana in 2019 and I liked it then, so it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't have any sort of role in the, in the 2020 uh, playlist. Uh, not, my number two song was Black Qualls by Thundercat from his album, which his shit's a two seed because it's damn good. And then number three was Breathe Deeper by Tame Impala, which I don't even remember if that was the song that we played uh, when it when it got bounced in the first round by D Savage. So that was kind of interesting, too, because if it was my song, if it was the number three song in my shit, then, you know what I'm saying, I would I would definitely gave it that spin to deserve and probably freaked out over it. But... The number four song was Dragon Ball Durag by Thundercat. And uh, that was, uh, I don't know, that's, that's a pretty popular song, but I didn't know I was listening to it that much. Like, that's, that's, that's not even in my top five favorite songs on that album, to be honest. I like uh, Black Qualls, Funny Thing. Um, well, I, I've already been through the top five, so I'm not going to do all of that because I get lost, and I don't want to get lost. I want to just get through the shit, so... I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna circle back about the top songs once I come back in and look through the list of my top 100. But right now I'm gonna go in ahead and move on and see. Uh, it told me I had my my top podcast of the year and shit too. And I'm like, damn, I be listening to podcasts for real. Like, I don't know. I I never really listen to podcasts despite the fact that I make one, which is kind of weird. But I don't know. I think if I if if I would listen I would listen to my podcast <laughs> right if I was like not me. Um, and not even particularly a podcast listener, um, I would probably still check out this podcast because I think it's pretty good. Um, and, you know, it's, yeah. So my top podcast of the year told me to guess them, and I don't fuck around, so I nailed this damn thing. But the options were Knuckleheads with Quentin Richardson and the blackest one, Darius Mouse. <laughs> my brother likes when he says that to, uh, to Darius Mouse. Um, and then... The uh, the Kevin Durant podcast is called the ETCs with Kevin Durant, which I've heard it. Uh, I think I've heard maybe like one or two episodes from it. So I guess that one was in there to just sort of throw me off. And then All the Smoke with uh, with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, which I really do like that one. So it's probably going to be between Knuckleheads and All the Smoke, uh, which actually now that I'm looking at this, or no, I must have picked All the Smoke because like I said, I don't fuck around. But the fourth option was the old man in the three with JJ Reddick and Tommy Alter, which uh, me and my brother had gone on a road trip from like fucking Chicago to like damn Vegas. Um, I don't even need to get into that right now, but we listened to a fuck ton of podcasts that day or those days as we was driving. 
Um, they they kind of got us through it. So I picked all the smoke. It says nailed it. Uh, your top podcast was all the smoke. You listened to 18 episodes for a total of 1,161 minutes. Small talk doesn't stand a chance. And I said, true. And then it told me how much time I spent listening to podcasts this year, which I was like, damn, okay, that's cool. I guess I, I would like to, um, I mean, I guess I have to do my own conversion from minutes to hours to like days to kind of really, you know, uh, broaden my perspectives on how much music I actually listen to. But, you know, maybe that's something that the Spotify should add to it as well is uh, minutes, days, hours. You know, that might be cool in fucking weeks or months if you got them, if you listen to something like that. But so, yeah, it showed that. And then it showed me my top podcast, which all of them were sports and basketball related podcasts or from basketball players. My fifth one uh, was Stewie's World with Brianna Stewart, the damn champion in the WNBA. They say she the most winningest motherfucker that 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 played basketball at that level um or the most winningest woman uh in basketball at all uh and i heard cheryl miller dropped 100 points on niggas in a high school game before you ever heard that story before clarence that shit's crazy man so um yeah yeah brianna stewart dude she's like six four and has like a seven foot one fucking wingspan swear to god um it's crazy as hell so um her podcast was pretty interesting. I know that there was an episode that she had Kevin Durant on there, and they were talking about Kelsey Plum, who plays for the uh, Las Vegas Aces. Or I don't know if they if she still plays for them, or, you know, because she's been kind of hurt. But she was the number one pick. And if you've seen that viral video of a woman who's a lefty um, at some basketball game, uh, and she's in her arm is a fucking t-shirt cannon. That's Kelsey Plum, who's a lefty shooting guard for the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA. And she's a she's a pretty good fucking player. Uh, her college highlights at Washington. She came out the same year as Markel Fultz did at Washington. So I think they was kind of popping. But she's been a little injured. But in this podcast with this episode on Stewie's World with uh, Brianna Stewart, Kevin Durant, and Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum's sort of a younger player who's you know still looking to prove herself. I guess is is kind of the angle there. And then Kevin Durant's been a champion. He's been a top player. And Brianna Stewart's been a champion. Has been a top player. So they're kind of telling her. Uh, how to move throughout their ACL or, you know, lower leg injury processes because they've, you know, they were able to recover and still be at the top of their game and still win championships. So they still want the best for Kelsey Plum, which I do too. But yeah, that's that was uh, my, my number little five podcast, Stewie's World. And then number four was Old Man and the Three with J.J. Reddick. They had Bradley Beal on there and shit. And, you know what I'm saying, who knows what Washington's going to do. Uh, they just traded... John Wall for uh, Russell Westbrook. So Russell Westbrook going to be in the DMV area. That's going to be interesting. And they are, they said James Harden and, and John Wall going to go fuck up the strip clubs. So, <laughs> so yeah. They be having pretty interesting guests on there, too. And then uh, the, three, the number three was uh, ECCs with uh, Kevin Durant. And then two was Knuckleheads. And number one was All the Smoke. And my top podcast genres were sports, comedy, and arts. And that's kind of, I would say that that's what this podcast is. If there's a way to kind of update that at some point uh, in like the little description or whatever, I would say that this is a sports comedy and uh, I don't know if I'll say arts, you know what I'm saying? I'll say music. I do like to discuss movies too. Um, but I guess if, you know, uh, I just don't want to really come off as like that because I'm not like that because I really don't know arts like that. But like I 
like music and I'd be liking to look at art, <laughs> but I can't always discuss it and shit, you know? So I don't know if I would consider that, but moving on. Um, wow, I said your biggest binge listen was, uh, I listened to six episodes of Knuckleheads in one day. You know what I'm saying? I just, I told you me and my brother was driving. We just had to hear them niggas talk, man. They were sharing some, some real interesting stories. I really like their, uh, I do really like that podcast. It's from the, the Players' Tribune, so it's really good as well. I like when they get together and do stuff. And uh, you know what? I'll actually say that I, I think I'm actually pretty close to wrapping up, but it also feels like it too. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know what time we on, but where I'm looking at uh, this yearly wrap-up and then how much I know I still kind of got left to say, uh, it feels like this is going to pretty pretty much feel pretty uh, like a seamless wrap-up, so just kind of follow along here. Um if it kind of get, I'm trying to be detailed and I'm trying to tell you about everything I thought about it because, you know, just kind of give you some insight on how I listen to music and how I process things. I think that that's most of the things I've been interested about when I've been DMing people about their uh, their yearly wrap up, whether they had Apple Music or Spotify. I just, you know, I just be wanting to kind of exchange perspectives. So I just try to be de- detailed myself so you can get it the way that I got it. Uh, I don't really like to leave things up for interpretation. Um, <laughs> cause I got it, you know, I can explain to you exactly what I wanted to get to you. And, you know, if you understand how I got it, then there's no need for interpretation cause it's just a fact. But so they had another little mini game on here about, uh, oh, Hey, which, which artist or which song do you think you had, uh, before it hit like 50,000 streams? And I think before the shit say 50,000 streams, it's got like a little less than sign on it. And then once you pass that. Uh, that's when it actually gets to like real numbers where you uh, go to. <laughs> I'm only gonna stick with this because this is just where my first thought went. But like, if you go to Jason Derulo shit on Spotify and you go to his little artist page, his shit say, you know, oh, a million people monthly listen to Jason Derulo, and you're like, okay, I, I, I was going, I, I was gonna say a little bit more about that, but you know if. If people listen to Jason Derulo, then they're entitled to do that. No uh, no judgment there. It's fine. No big deal. Uh, if you want to see the nigga fall down the steps for the seventh year in a row at the goddamn 12th event that year. <laughs> that nigga just got poor footing, man. Motherfucker can't go up no steps, man. <laughs> but so my answer was, was Understanding by Young Nudie, which I think is the first song. On anyways, um, and I think as I told y'all before in a, in a story I shared, uh, he dropped that shit during my lunch break on, at work, and I must have had just woke up from a nap where I had just got done eating, so I was good to go. I was in receive mode. I was content. I was good. Motherfucker dropped that shit. I'm yeah. I'm, I need to hear this right now, so I could tell my nigga about it, so we could come to see the show. But then you know whatever. Anyway, I'm not even finna do that with show ass. So it says that your top decade was the 2000s, and I, I'm, I'm trying to remember now. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go back, excuse me, and look at some point to see what the other options were, because I remember that being a little mini game, and uh, I don't remember if I got this one right or wrong, because I'm looking at the answer, and I don't think that's fucking right. <laughs> so it was like, oh, what was your top decade? And I think the the, the answers were like. Um, 1970, 2010s, 2000s, and then like 1990 or something like that. And my thing is, if it said 2010s, then I know for sure that that's what I clicked because that's all I listen to. 
um, Hello, you know, Anyways by Young Nudie came out in 2000, uh, in 2020. Well, shit, I guess that makes it not 2010s. But, um, Krungbin did. Krungbin's, uh, Con Todo El Mundo, that shit came out in 2018. That's the number one seed. Because that shit just crazy like that. So if that was in the 2010s, I know that I listened to that album uh, or any song on it more than I listened to Where Would I Be? The Question by Kendrick, The Family Soul. I'm just pretty fucking sure that I listened to more Young Nudie and Krungbin than Kendrick, The Family Soul. But um, I guess not. So it's cool. It was just interesting to me to see. But it says, uh, it said here, and then uh, guess your top artist of the year. And as we've been doing this this podcast to uh, talk about the brackets and the different music and stuff like that, um, these artists that I see here that are the four that I have to choose from are not who the fuck I would choose. Like, I don't think either of their albums, maybe one of them, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, that motherfucker just hot like that. But um, as I said before, my if I had to choose who I personally thought were the best artists um, with the best projects that I heard this year, um, it would be between Young Nudie and Krungbin. And then I wouldn't also be able to sleep on Roddy Rich because I think his album deserves a fucking Grammy. But I have more to say about that uh, probably in you know coming episodes, but this is just about the yearly wrap-up. But the top artists that I had to choose from were Tame Impala, which has been, you know, great for me. That's probably one of my artists of the two thousand of the two thousand tens and twenties. Uh, and then Freddie Gibbs here, and then Thundercat and Solange. Now Solange, I I do love her music, and I like. I'm I'm a big fan of Solange. Um, whenever I see a picture of Solange, I don't even need to like, fucking uh, enlarge it first. I just if I can confirm that that's Solange. I already like the picture if it's on Instagram or, or Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Uh, she can't do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Tame Impala, Freddie Gibbs, Thundercat, and Solange, in which I was a little confused, but I, I figured, um, you know what? Tame Impala did release an album this year. Uh, Thundercat did release an album this year. Freddie Gibbs did release an album this year. Um, and I did love the Solange album, so it was also it was kind of a toss-up, but... I figured that if my if my top song was by Freddie Gibbs and I love Bandana and I like Pinata and he released Alfredo, which I bought merch for too, um, then that would probably be the answer. Uh, so I clicked him, I think, and it says, "You truly know thyself," and the answer was Freddie fucking Gibbs because I truly know thyself, you know, and it says that you were in the top. Uh, 0.05% of their listeners this year. And I was like, damn, it says your favorite song of theirs, Crime Pays, right? They said that. And it said that I spent 5,758 minutes listening to their music, which, again, I would like to see how many hours and shit that is, too, because that's how, that's how it is on Apple Music. So I kind of just want to, you know, just want to kind of compare and see what it looked like. And, you know, I don't know. I just... Like I said, I like when the numbers just look like the numbers, and I don't know, it's just fun talking points. But as I said earlier, it said that I listened to... You listened to it for about four days. I listened to it for about... Uh, listened to Freddie Gibbs for about four days. Damn, so I spent like four days listening to Freddie Gibbs? Alone. You have any idea how many hours that would be? Can we see that? Ooh, that'd be crazy, man. Four goddamn days? Huh? 
Wait, so wait, so four days, um, that's oh. 24 divided by, or 24 multiplied by four, right? Yeah. Um, so that's like 80 something or 90 something, 96? Uh, yeah. 96? 96 hours? Listening to fucking Freddie Gibbs, scaring away the hoes, nigga. Damn, that's like Freddie Gibbs, the mad living, the mad villain, motherfucking uh, <laughs> uh, what's the nigga, Doctor Mister MF Doom, scaring away the hoes, listening to the Joker. <laughs> I never listened to him before, but niggas used to swear that they used to do the little, my name is the Joker, habitual smoker shit. And I had, I just never felt it. I just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And even after I say this right now on this podcast, don't fucking recommend that I listen to that. Cause I mean, I'm past it now. It was like 2006. I don't want it no more. So don't, don't, oh man, you, you tripping. You need to listen to the Joker, man. That nigga hot, man. He, he the goddamn habitual smoker, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. Uh, uh, good, good, good. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to scare away the host. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I listened to 96 hours of Freddie fucking Gibbs. Four days of Freddie Gibbs. That is fucked up. That's kind of crazy. Um, nigga was telling me crying pays finna change my life. Um, so my top artist, though, my top artist was pretty interesting, especially at number five, um, especially for who's fucking omitted. Um, I mean, this, this really fucked me up because I, I could have kind of guessed the top four. It kind of made sense, but... That number five spot, um, I mean, it is what it is because it is clearly reflected here. So, however, it kind of worked out. Uh, I just did that, and, you know, and I'm, I like how the numbers kind of worked out. Everything was cool, but I mean, that's why I'm doing my own bracket. And I also even sort of keep a, my own record of my top songs that I heard from the year, which I'll do like a, um, I do like a monthly playlist of just you know kind of what I remember I was into or. You know, I even just go through my liked or saved songs in my library and just kind of add them that way. Like, it'll say, like, November of uh, 2019, you know, uh, fucking, I don't know what was in there. But uh, November 2020, um, some Roddy Rich song, uh, maybe some stuff from Krungbin that I finally was able to get to because I was done geeking over an album. And <laughs> now I'm looking for something new. And now this is the month that I got it. Uh, oh, I've got some stuff from... From fucking Pierre Bourne and his album this year in, tw- in uh, November 2020. So yeah, I do it for each month. It'll be November 2020, October 2020, um, and then it goes back to like fucking July of 2019 and uh, March of 18 and, you know, stuff like that. So that's how I kind of try to keep a record of my own songs that I've liked myself and just, you know, I mean, the playlists are, they're fucking, you know, I don't I don't know what, what the fuck be in there. I don't know what could come of them, but... It'll end up being something like a uh, Jill Scott, and you know it'll go to Kanye West. That's in this playlist, and then uh, shit. I don't know. It's I, I've I've I ain't gonna lie. I've had some Slipknot shit in there before. I don't know. Just for whatever reason, I grew up and I liked rock band, and you know, I mean, I just I, I've always liked a lot of different stuff. So sometimes they they stuff didn't slipped in there before. So it's a yeah. I just like to kind of keep my own record as well of uh, what I know for sure that I like, but. So number one, Freddie Gibbs, number two, Thundercat, Tame Impala, Solange, and number five, Mad Lib, and not Young Nudie, and not Krungbin, and not even the fucking internet? Are you kidding me? It's because of- I know it's because the albums is together, and I get it, but like, 
that's still fucking crazy that I listened to even that much Freddie Gibbs that Mad Lib, you know what I'm saying, got a top five motherfucking he 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 Bro, he Matt Lid was playing off of Freddie Gibbs to secure a fucking all NBA team spot, bro, in the first team, man. Top five, nigga. Over young nudie. Oh man, that shit crazy. That's why I want to make sure I keep my own records of my shit, man, cause ain't no nigga ain't that nigga gonna tell me how I feel or how I knew I felt. Cause that's crazy as hell. But I mean I'm not mad, I'm just, you know, surprised. I'm just being dramatic because it's fun. But the best fucking number. Because I reached what I would consider elite status. Um, a goddamn triple crown, a motherfucking hoochie boy. Um, I had 106,745 minutes of music listened to. And my top genre was rap. And I was like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, my numbers last year for, for 2019 and... uh even my top song from then, I remember off the top of my head, because Playground by Steve Lacey just had me going fucking crazy. Whenever you play that, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to move. I'm trying to... She like the way to the... Ooh, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find whatever I could do to, to move to that, boy. Um, so, um, in a year like that, I remember... Uh, I remember who all my top five was and stuff like that, and I remember how many minutes of music I had listened to, and it was like 78,000. And I was like, I don't know why, and that was only up like 7,000 from what it was the year before, which was like 71,000 uh, minutes of music listened to, which, you know, I mean, in real life circumstances changed. So, for example, in 2019, I had gotten a promotion at my job, and they got me in my own office. So, at that point, you know, I mean, you could, some people listen to music at their cubicles in the office or whatever, you know, I, I'm sure that if I would have pushed for it, you know, maybe they would have been receptive to the idea but I didn't want to but um of like playing music in your cubicle or playing music for your office for everybody in the office all day every day uh I don't really want to fucking do that so motherfuckers gave me my own office gave me my own little team you know what I'm saying let me run with my niggas uh <laughs> with me at the helm and it was cool so I took that as a, as a real life opportunity that well the only reason why I probably couldn't listen to as much music was because eight hours of my day or six and a half hours of my day um, because of the lunch break um, is gone because I can't listen to music. But now I can fucking do that. So the numbers should reflect it. So, and they didn't really, but I know I knew now this year, you know what I'm saying? I was locked up. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't go do nothing no way. So um, just kind of listening to a lot of music has always been what I liked to do as my form of entertainment because it doesn't really take away uh, min many of my other senses, right? Like, um, if I'm watching a movie, then I probably can't text back or get on Twitter or, you know, check Bleacher Report or do fantasy football and shit like that because I'm just kind of locked in on the movie. But when I'm listening to music, I'm enjoying the songs, I'm listening to it, and I'm feeling everything. But, um, you know, I just, you know, I, I, st I still sort of am kind of free to, to do with whatever I want to do um, with that time. So um this year i spent a lot of time listening to music as opposed to some of my other friends whose numbers were a little different as well as opposed to what they're used to um of just stuff where they're like hey well you know i ended up just watching a lot of stuff you know uh watching a lot of movies or watching a lot of different old basketball games you know some niggas never really seen sean kemp hoop before or something and this was definitely the opportunity to do that since you spent a lot more time at home and um you know a lot more time in solitude and 
I don't know. I I kind of I kind of liked it in some ways, but yeah. So that was kind of what uh, what a lot of different other people chose to do with their time or how they chose to consume content. You know, motherfuckers making trailer videos or fan cams and shit. I still want me a little fan cam and shit. I'm trying to get more videos so I could release one at some point. You know, I would have liked to release one over the summer when I could play like some young nudie for a fan cam or something. But it's cool. You know, we'll we'll see what what we can do next year and uh, it'll all be fine. But so yeah, um, this year I, I really wanted my numbers to be elite, um, and my friend Kevin had had his numbers in the hundred thousands before. So I, I've always, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm that far off. This nigga really listened to that much more music than me. You know what I'm saying, Young Reezy? Do you, you just hate because this nigga gets more bitches than you and stacks more paper than you? No, I'm saying I'm playing. It wasn't that personal because that's my nigga. But it was just, you know, I'm like, damn, I, I, I was under the impression that me and my friends all like music about the same level, and uh, that just wasn't what was reflected. So more than anything, I was just kind of confused on uh, why things weren't accurate, not necessarily right, but just, you know, I was just confused, so it was cool. <clears throat> but so, um, so yeah, this year I finally ended up having over 100,000 uh, music minutes listened to, and I was just so impressed with that. And now I think I just... Really, I just wanna wanna see, uh, and I'll I'll probably be wrapping up here pretty soon, um, cause I don't know how fucking long I've been talking. I'm not even gonna ask for the time, cause I feel like you kept that away from me for a reason. So, um, we'll just kind of see everything. But I'm, I'm I think I'm about ready to wrap this episode up. I'll go on ahead and uh, maybe look at a couple of different standouts from my top 100 songs list, um, and then I'll give a little bit of a preview to what we're gonna talk about in the next episode. And then I'll pretty much wrap up at that point, and then uh, we'll go on ahead and look to start recording a little bit more often here, and you know, really put together a timeline. We gotta get the fuck out of the first round of the damn bracket, man. I know, I get it. Uh, for as many people as I don't think are listening, you know, what I'm saying there's some motherfuckers that are listening, and they're like, "Dude, I'm ready to," you know, who, what's you? You still haven't talked about anyways by Young Nudie yet, and you talk about it all the time, but. You know, by the time I get to it, it's not even going to really be shit else to say. But um, that's fine. Uh, we're just trying to move through it and uh, go through everything. So uh, looking at my top songs of 2020, because Spotify makes a playlist uh, for your top 100 playlists or for your top 100 songs, which is something I've always thought was neat because my shit goes back to like 2016 or 2015. And I just like having a public uh, record of, uh, of kind of my history. You know what I'm saying? Or just maybe not public record, but just a tangible record is, is the word to use there. Just something that even if nobody else can go back and see, I could go back and see because I know where to find it. And I know, uh, you know, just kind of everything about it. So <clears throat> like I said, again, the number one song was Crime Pays by Freddie Gibbs. And then uh, two Black Qualls, three, four, five, six. I had a song from Blood Orange in there, Out of Your League. I think that's the song that plays in uh, Insecure. But I do remember kind of having a moment to, to Negro Swan again, but that's the number six song, just, just out of the top five, and that would have kind of fucked with me a little bit, too. The, the fifth uh, song was Playground by Steve Lacey, which, you know, it just carried over. It's just, you know, great song. <laughs> um, so then Deeper Than Rap by Young Nudie comes in at number seven. And then 8, 9, 10, 11, 12... 13 was my new favorite song from Solange, which is called Where Do We Go, which uh, 
it's from a seat at the table and that's uh the album that's one of the albums that we're going to go over and talk a lot about probably at length i'm going to try to really prepare my thoughts on that one um because i've had a lot of thoughts and had a lot of feelings and moments to that album and i want to make sure that i can kind of articulate them and uh and you know not just kind of go off the cuff with that one that's kind of the feel that we try to go for with every episode is a conversational sort of loose feel but um yeah, so I, when when I when I break that album down, since it was so special to me, and I really want to make sure other people get that, um, I want to try to prepare my own thoughts. But that was number 13, 14, 15 is Influencer by Young Nudie. So while he was completely left out of the top five, um, he does have two songs in the top 15 of the top 100, which I think is pretty indicative. I'm still okay with that. Um, and this is kind of a, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this top hundred for the first time. Now, when I broke down the, the little wrap up, those were thoughts that I had after I had already looked at it, because like I said, it, it kind of forced my hand. I wasn't really ready. I wanted to do it, uh, and, and kind of have a live reaction to it, but you know, whatever, it's not perfect, but it's fine. I think we still got something good out of it, but, uh, I still got, to, I still get to have this moment where I realize, uh, what exactly ranked uh, or what exact what exact ranking the uh, the songs are, so that was something that I also thought was interesting uh, when I realized that at the first time was like okay I see that there's these are the number one two three four five songs of the year and then it has a top hundred so you can really see you know what I'm saying who the top twenty five is in the country you know what I'm saying uh, fucking so uh, so influence was influencer by Young Nudie was number fifteen. In the uh, in the in the complete rankings of the top hundred songs, and then I see Cap Dem down here. I'm gonna count a little bit and see if that makes it in the top twenty. Because if there's three Young Nudie songs um, in the top twenty of the top hundred, then I'm okay with that. Cause remember I was just kind of tweaking a little bit about Mad Lib and we were scaring the hoes off. But um, I think that if there are three uh, Young Nudie songs in the top twenty. Um, or, you know, even top 25, I think that's pretty much still fine there, which that'll probably be the case. So let me just count down here. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So we got 20. So three Young Nudie songs. And that 20th song is Capdom, which, <laughs> no, you know what? Okay, I'm sorry. So um, now I'm just going to go on ahead and scroll down and see where Krungbin is, because I did hear them a little bit late into the year, but I still think that they would have had a push to be I don't know if it, if they would have been in the top fifty or, um, or I mean that'll probably be too difficult to count. I'll just update that on Twitter later, um, as as far as what number they were. But I just want to see which songs from Krungbin were in there because I liked so many of their songs and from so many of their different albums that I don't really even know which songs will be in here except for Friday Morning, and probably Lady and a Man. But those are on uh, Con Todo El Mundo. Uh, which is the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So um, I'm not going to see the number just yet. I'm going to break all of that down on my own time. Um, but I was really excited to get these numbers. Like I said, I'd be waiting for them. So I'm excited to kind of break everything down and, and rank them and fucking uh, <laughs> do little brackets and shit. You know, yeah, I love me a little bracket. I love me to, I love some little steaks. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily red meat steaks. Sorry if you, if that, if I didn't actually need to explain that context, but um but yeah, I just like silly ass steaks. You know, there's no problem here. This is just a top 100 of my songs that I like, so I can't really lose. Um, anyway, you know what I'm saying? We stay winning, so it's cool. Whatever, no big deal. 
Um, but then, uh, so there's three Young Nudie songs in the top 20 in which Captain is the 20th song, which I think was the one that probably caught on the latest for me. I'll be anxious to see where Blue Cheese Salad was and see how many songs from Anyways are ultimately in here. But as of right now, I see three of them in the top 20, which is good. And then now I want to see which Krungbin songs are in here. And then we'll uh, go on ahead and fade out and uh, close this thing out and, and move into the uh, next episode of episode six. And the next, uh, I think we're trying to do that in a couple of days here from now. So we'll uh, up upload everything and, you know, see what we got. So um, right as I'm scrolling, I see two more Young Nudie songs. That makes them two more in the... Or five in the top 100. I'm still scrolling. I don't see any Krungbin. And I see one here. Um, and from just if I was going to eyeball it. Um, I don't know. It looks like that's fucking number. I don't know. Fucking 56 or number 70 or some shit. As far as how much I've scrolled. And how many different songs I've seen. But I've got Evan Finds the Third Room. From Krungbin. And hey man. I, I really hate to keep people waiting. For when I'm getting through to these brackets because these songs are so fucking good and you know what I'm saying you just might not be interested in hearing the songs or hearing the music like I as as enthusiastic as enthusiastic as enthusiastic as I try to be about these brackets and about these musics uh, and about these songs and the music, um, you know what I'm saying you just might not know how good some shit is until you hear that little thirty second snippet and like oh damn this shit is actually kind of crazy I need to get some more of this um, otherwise I'm gonna miss out. But so I think that Evan finds the third room is probably going to do that. So if you listen to this now and you don't hear it yet, um, then just listen to it on your own. But I might play this uh, in episode six or I'm sorry, in episode seven now, because this episode was just a Spotify wrap up for episode five. And then in episode six, we're going to get into episode three and or we're going to get into the matchups of the three and six seeds. So and then in uh, episode seven. <clears throat> which we'll all try to get out pretty quickly. But in episode seven, we'll do a uh, we'll do the one versus eight seed matchups, which is the Krungbin stuff and the Young Nudie stuff. So we're really looking forward to that. But so I see one Krungbin song in the top one hundred, which is Evan finds the third room. I also see some Legit Age. All right, I see Lady and a Man. Um, let me take a closer. Okay, I see Mr. White, which is from a different album, but that's three of them. For Krungbin in the top 100. I don't see Friday morning in here. But that's. Excuse me. That's got to be a damn mistake. Because I wake up to that. <laughs> I wake up to that. Uh, uh, shit man. That's that's That can't be right. Uh, I don't give a fuck how late I heard that. That was definitely one of the best songs I heard. But So that'll kind of. That rounds it out right there man. I, I guess there's only two damn. Three Krungbin songs in this motherfucker, man. Uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna I'm gonna have to unpack the rest of this because this is kind of this is kind of intense, but it just kind of speaks to how much music I like to listen to um, and how I can't even really I don't know. It's just kind of fun for me to not keep track of it, but but try to keep track of it. But even when there are specific stats, I'm like not even happy with that either. <laughs> it's just fun talking points, but. So I've already kind of broken down and told you guys which which episodes to look forward to and what to look forward to in each episode. So that means that I can go on ahead and pretty much uh, bow out of this damn episode. Um, I think it flowed pretty well. 
Uh, I think my voice is a little bit gone or whatever because it's kind of late. Uh, I fucked around. I, I, you know, what I'm saying when I when I get in here when when we when we start podcast days, I'd be wanting to come in there and just fire it up and have it ready. But I just I don't know. I just don't work like that yet. And I come in and, I'm, and I get a little anxious. And so I try to procrastinate it. But I'm lucky that I have uh, my close friend with me to try to keep me on track because uh, you know he, he wasn't gonna let me walk away tonight without. Uh, without doing this podcast. So as long as we can go ahead and push this forward and get more content out, you know, we're wanting to do YouTube stuff. We want to, you know what I'm saying, be all everything. I want to do a whole lot. So um, I would tell you to expect to see me. I'm hoping that people already stopped listening at this point so I could just kind of cap freely. Um, But yeah, so thank you so much, guys, for listening to Let's Be Nice with Wayne Chambers Jr. That's me. And I will see you for the next episode in episode six. Thank you so much where we finish the brackets. Thank you.